0: are made. This is
1: how legends are made. Uh, we are live right now, brother. <laughs> this is how legends
2: are Alrighty, made. we're live. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and whenever the hell you're listening to this. I'm T. Lil Bean, and this is the Impulse Show, hopefully, with me as always, Jeffrey Keeble.
1: Why do you keep saying hopefully?
2: You know what? Because I I feel like I dropped the, the best friend thing on you the you, other day. You did. You did. I just, hey, you know what? Because you're <laughs> becoming one of my best friends, and I just no, want to let no, you know don't, how much don't, you don't care.
1: Don't say how, that. How much I care Introduce for you. Introduce Lyle. Introduce Lyle. Okay, okay. And uh, with <laughs> us, uh,
2: smelling of sweet, sweet mahogany. He's 170 pounds of raw steel and sex
1: peel. Our other co-co-host, Lyle Keeble.
3: What up? As long as I don't get that best friend title, I'm I'm happy. Come on, you made fun of
1: <laughs> his weight. He's 155 pounds.
3: Oh, no, hey, is he fat? really? Lyle, you're more fat? solid than that. I was going to let that slide, but I was like, whatever. He's, he doesn't know me. He hasn't seen me in a while.
2: Oh, man, <laughs> you been dieting or what? You lean, mean, 155?
3: I actually stopped doing everything because I got hurt a little bit. And then I lost weight from doing absolutely nothing.
2: You know how much that upsets me?
3: <laughs> I was telling Jeffrey this the other day. I was like, I was going to the rack. I was working out or not working out, but playing basketball and I would stay at like a consistent 161, 162. And then I got hurt. Didn't go back for like three weeks. Didn't do anything for three weeks. And I was like 157. <laughs>
2: God, you know, the last time I was at 157, I think I was in fourth grade. <laughs> uh, uh, me too,
1: brother. Me too. Uh, so, hey, I paid you that 50 bucks or 40 bucks. Finally, About finally time. But I, I threw interest on it. You did. You did. I only paid $10 of it, though.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I did do some. I didn't expect you to actually pay me like fifty dollars. Well, I mean, to be truly honest,
1: you know, I'm so rich. That I was just like, I just I'm
2: so rich. Throw over, says. Throw over as
3: was, my, was, I'm so rich.
2: How's ten miles out here losing weight without trying? You're so rich. What fuck am I doing? A part of this team?
3: What do, what do I bring he's to this like, table? He's, he's struggling to get fifty dollars off you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, for five on weekend. Yeah, has, <laughs>
3: has an
1: alcoholic problem. I don't
2: know about. I don't know about the. Problem. I mean, yeah, like, you got a problem with me. Yeah, you got a problem with it
1: Yeah, uh, I do got a problem. Uh, listen, 0-5. all I'm saying is, I like to live it. What's 0 and 5? I
2: don't know, Lyle. Um, so <laughs> Lyle, what size shirt do you wear? Hey, so how was your weekend, Tito? Lyle, what size shirt you, Tito, your now?
1: weekend, how was it? <laughs> I'm trying to get a banter going here, man. He goes, well, I don't oh, is, we, this is yeah. you, I don't got know. To, you got I, okay. the okay. source subject. Right. Yeah, but we yeah, gotta let our listeners hurt. know why he's hurting. It episode. hurt a little bit. He goes <laughs> <laughs> just just a little bit. You want to tell us what 0 and 5 means? I mean, well, you know, we, mean we don't have to go into de- we don't have to go into details or anything. Just you know, just throw it out there to our to our they, listeners. To our three it listeners. just shows
3: that he ne- he's he got that never give up mentality is what that shows. <laughs> like
1: Evan Evans, bro. Never key, give up. Keegan yep. Kincaid.
2: Never key settle. Kincaid never give up. up. Always never second. S-
1: never settle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, no. So, uh man, a Packer loss was tough. I'd rather talk about that Packer loss. No,
1: we kind of went. No, 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 no. I'm over that now. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm, God, I'm
2: I'm still a hurt, I'm still a hurt by it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you guys had the best offense, like the third best defense. Had everyone back from injury, injured reserve, and you guys still lost. We did. <laughs> we did. But the games, but the games, I mean, but the games though, have been wild,
2: dude. The game, like this playoff, has been absolutely incredible.
1: Yeah, dude. It, it's yeah, it's nuts. I mean. The overtimes, the close, the close scores. I mean, everyone's just playing phenomenal right now. I mean, who would have thought the Bengals would uh, no, not the Bengals, the Rams. No, I don't even know who. I don't even know who. <laughs> you this talking weekend. about? <laughs> how awesome you don't even know who's <laughs> <Yeah>. playing. <laughs> I mean, just to be relevant. A, <laughs> such a good playoff
2: weekend. Well, I, 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 playing, I, I wasn't even going thinking, to the Super
1: Bowl. I wasn't even thinking about <laughs> talking about football. I want to talk about the O five. Oh, okay.
0: All right. He goes, I'm, okay. see, I'm making
1: an ass out of myself to to do to try to do you a solid. All right, I, I
2: may I may have tried to uh, to to chat up a few uh few ladies, and uh, every opportunity to um, see them uh, or progress more, whether it's in a you know romantic level or a sexual level. Um <laughs> Was uh, was denied. Was denied. Either five times? due to, uh, you know, their family dying. Five times. Five times. Uh, either their family dying or uh, them being too hungover or them working or them being too blacked out or, <laughs> or meeting someone else. So those are the five. <laughs>
1: Uh, because, sort of uh, the meeting someone else, <laughs> hey, but there's reasons why I went all for 5. But at least that last girl was man enough, woman enough to tell you that she moved on,
2: so. yeah, yeah. I, I really appreciated that, and that's what I told her too. And uh, I was like, you know, I appreciate you like oh, saying oh, oh, something, oh, okay?
1: We could, we could go off the we don't have,
2: and no uh, you know, days. I just. <laughs> I um, you know, just, it's,
3: just, it's just hard out here. I hate it here. This is hard. I fight for my fucking life, man.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, but not a little war zone tonight. will we'll help mend that broken heart, brother.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think I'm ready for a little. Little war zone,
1: A little R and <laughs> A A r
2: little little R and R. We know that we know what that means. We ain't got to say it. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Hey, uh, speaking of uh, weight loss and everything, I got told I looked really, really good yesterday. So, I went, by in, who? My, I went in my category. yeah,
2: by who you can't say by Cassidy because oh. I don't, I don't count. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> hey, no, it don't matter who. It just <laughs> matters that I got the compliment. Come on, kind of come on. <laughs> as, long as it was said. Yeah, it was out there. It got put out there, and by See a female. Got- in by a female. So.
2: Oh 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 oh.
1: So it, it was good. It was a good compliment. I was in there just you know throwing up weights, picking them up, putting them down, and she's like, "Hey Jeffrey, you're looking pretty good." And I'm like, "Thank you." You know, I need, I need, I like I needed that today. I needed that.
2: Dude, I've been in freaking by- myself out. Again aneurysm. No worse, man. <laughs> <It was> worse. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on I've been on uh TikTok and I've been scrolling. And dude, t- two or three times now I've seen videos of these dudes that are like doing curls and their fucking biceps rip. Oh rip roll yeah. up in I've seen
3: that too. Yeah. I've seen the
2: same thing. <laughs> So I was doing biceps yesterday and like, I wasn't, I was like half-assing it. Like I wasn't going down all the way cause I was so scared because I was like lifting it back up and it was starting to get, you know, you're on your third set and you're like, and then like, it starts to strain a little bit and I'm like, oh my God, these are going to fucking rip. These are going to pop. And it was like 25 pounds.
1: I was just going to say, those guys are lifting like hundred pound dumbbells each arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: You're doing so Dude, like, Oh man. So I was, I was so scared about like biceps. Where it was like, the older you get, the more you don't you shouldn't work biceps because it's so you know whatever. And now I'm all scared. But that's like when you're like fifty. I'm like, you know,
1: ah, you look fifty.
2: I do not look fifty.
1: Say damn, cutting (laughs) just
2: when I get a haircut and I shave and I put on a little ball cap, I look like a fucking child. (laughs) Yeah, like a
1: child. You do, you do. Just that silky, silky baby face. Ooh, look at that!
3: It's Ooh, look good. at the flow! I
1: know, I know. Mm-hmm.
3: Fuck, sexy as yeah. ever.
1: Just fucking full of thickness right there. And full I'm of all, thickness, and not I mean, not talking about my hair, talking
2: I'm, about you know, belly,
3: my belly,
1: <laughs> <laughs> my belly. Your, your biceps, my my yeah my uh, my
2: my 11s. <laughs>
1: I my love you? it, but but I keep them clean. Yeah, <laughs> gotta keep them clean. Never know who's gonna want to lick them. Uh, I mean, I got I got 18s. I, I won't, you I, know. I got. Do 18s. you really? Nah. Got, yep. 18, 18 and a half actually.
2: Bullshit. hmm Yeah, that's a lie. My fucking neck is 18 and a half. Your my ass. your fucking <laughs>
1: 18 and Biceps <laughs> are 18 and a half, brother. 18 Please, and a half,
2: dude. Looks like my ankle.
1: Only well, you got fat ass ankles then. <laughs> Bro, I got
2: really fit ankles for some <laughs> you, fucking reason.
1: You do not. Looking, I do. Like chicken, chicken legs over there.
2: Come on now, that's just why I'm blew, not working up my calves. That's why
1: you blew your hamstring up, brother. I have no support. No, uh,
2: I blew my hamstring because that no, fucking so- ERX park is just a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> Everyone's movie traps there.
3: set up everywhere.
2: Yeah, dude, <laughs> tried, dude, it's, it's terrible, man. They're going to be sued. I'm telling you, man. Oh.
3: Just an insurance man. Yeah, telling you. <laughs> yeah, I
2: don't know by who, but it's going to be by somebody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not going to label anybody, not going to any names Carlson or anything, but you know, it's just,
1: <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, you want to get into our, into our guest here.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and uh, get into it today. Um, Man, today we have a man, but he wasn't always a man. The first time I saw this guy, he was a young kid uh, and didn't have any more facial hair than I do now. He was a young pro light driver that was bringing the heat to the likes of CJ Greaves, Keegan Kincaid, and Doug Mateg. Unfortunately, the torque series fell apart and this driver took his talents out west. He developed into a winning machine where he became a three-time pro lights champion and a two-time pro two champion. To the Lucas Oil Offroad Racing Series. He made his return to the Midwest in 2020 for the World Championships, a weekend that was plagued by bad luck. But that, but did that deter him? Ha ha ha! He laughs in the face of fear. He came back for a full 2021 race season and a Pro 2, a Pro 2 season that somehow was more dramatic than the previous, and he was in the center of it. And it wasn't fear that caught up to him. Oh no! Oh no! It was bad lady luck. Maybe she caught up because. He has a gorgeous wife and a beautiful child maybe it's from all the winning in the previous years maybe it's because i was there when he f- saw his first pair of boobies but who knows joining us all the way from alpine california we have number 77 we have the number 77 general tires back pro 2 of mr jared brooks
4: what's up guys uh thanks for having me on here and yeah last year was a tough one um you know the lucas oil series ended up folding pretty much um with all the big hitters and pretty much all of my partners and sponsors wanted to go race on the Midwest. So, um, you know, we did it back in 2014. So we're like, all right, well, it'll be uh, just as easy this year. You know, we've already done it one time. So went back there and, uh, dang, it's a, uh, it's, it's a lot of work to race on the Midwest when you live, um, all the way across the United States and you got a family now, you got all this other stuff going on. And, um, honestly, it was a blast though. It's, it's a short season. Where you know it's really not taking up that much time, um, but for you know, it, I love also you know it's California. You know, we, we live in we live in California where summertime is the best time. But I feel like racing on the Midwest um, in the summertime was was pretty dang close to to being in uh, California.
2: What's that temperature like there right now at this very
1: second?
4: <laughs> it's uh it's pretty cold today. I think we're looking at. 70,
1: 72, 75. He goes, it's pretty cold today.
4: <laughs> I
2: woke up to negative 16 this morning. How fucking dare you? I yeah,
4: no, dude. I got my pants on, which I never wear pants, and I have my long sleeve on. So, yeah, no, it's getting, it's pretty, it's been getting pretty cold out here, especially at nights. Going to work, and setting, it's 45 degrees. So you got frost, you got my trees.
2: My ground level apartment is 55 degrees right now. I've had to run a space heater all morning in order for it to even get that high.
0: <laughs> yeah,
4: dude, it's been it's been tough out here. <laughs> it's been so rough. Uh,
2: yeah, what's yeah, yes, been the big players. difference uh, between the West and the Midwest?
4: Uh that's dude. That's a that's a crazy question right there. I'd say the biggest difference I've noticed, um, the, just how the tracks are. For instance, you know we have you race on the Midwest and you race on the East coast or the, you know, the East coast dirt and the West coast dirt. And when, you know, when I heard these terminology of the, of like moto guys saying, Oh yeah, I know, you know, we go train on the, on the, on the East coast. Cause you know, it's more realistic and you know, the dirt's a little better than racing on the, on the West coast where it was weird, the West coast dirt was, was so good. The traction levels like for instance, just, you know, the track prep, Um, between each race, they didn't have so much racing. So in between track prep, the tracks were smaller, they would have a, you know, they would have a blade and a ripper and every, uh, grooming the track. So every time you hit the track, it was like qualifying, you know, it was like the first practice of the day where the track's super good. So I would say, you know, um, for a pro two driving style, you can drive it 110% the whole time and, you know, the track deteriorates, but you go to the Midwest now. And you know, they they kind of they kinda throw a track prep on it. Um they kinda throw a track prep on it and the dirt's a lot different. So I would say the dirt out on the Midwest, you know, it's not as prepped as well. Uh there's a lot of blue groove on the track by the time we hit the track, where your driving style changes, you know, there's no low lines. So on the on the West Coast, you can run the bottom a lot. You can run the bottom to pass and you can get passes done pretty clean and, and get them done fast where, uh, the Midwest is, is a lot more patience, um, not as much traction and the uh, driving style changes a lot because if you go out there, you have the blue groove. you go to the bottom, you know, the bottom of the racetrack is probably going to be blue groove. So it kind of changes your lines up where I feel like a lot of guys are running the same lines and the, the competition that last year was, was, um, you know, through a whole new curveball at it. You know, you go qualify first, you could get up to a ten invert. So going through a pack of ten drivers where you can't really run the bottom of the racetrack a lot to make clean passes, uh, throw a big curveball at it where when you went to the mid when you come to the West Coast, the bottom of the track is good. So you can make quick passes. So uh sum it up, racing on the Midwest, the fans and all that are for sure um very engaging. You know, we racing on the, racing on the West coast, dude, you don't have any fans, no one really cares about it. And I think that's why I dwindled away where the Midwest appreciates us racing there. You know, they buy merchandise last year was the first time I've ever sold merchandise. And, um, it was awesome to see the, uh, you know, the exposure we got out of that. So, um, two different spectrums, but overall, um, I love the competition and it's uh, it's a blast racing on the Midwest.
2: I mean, maybe there's a little bit of bias here, but um, I love hearing that. <laughs> I love hearing that the uh, that the Midwest fans are, you know, absolutely incredible. And do you think that maybe maybe it's because we don't have too much out here? Maybe, you know, we're like in the West Coast, there's just so much racing. You know, there, there's desert, you know, you got the Mint 400, you, know, you got the Baja. And, and there are just so many things to do out there. Do you think that that maybe ellipses the off-road racing in the West, whereas here in the Midwest, what we have is a very kind of like concentrated stuff on what we can do?
4: Yeah, that's for sure exactly what it is. Racing, you know, where I live in St. or where our shop is in St. this is the racing hub of, of off-road. Like, you know, we got, you know, the trophy truck builders. I mean, there's a shop right behind me that does UTV motors. There's a guy right down next to me that does uh old giles trophy truck everyone here um is in the off-road where they have you know their pre-runners you know they, they have a mm-hmm. razor and you know we have glamis that's two hours from us we have superstition which is an uh, off-roading spot an hour away from us and i would feel I the, the main thing i get out of it is like everyone kind of thinks the short course racers here or when they go to a you know they go to a luke's short course race they're just like ah no, I'm a, I'm a wheel man. I don't, you know, that guy ain't that cool or uh, that, you know, I think they just more put it as, you know, there's a spoiled kids racing out there, you know, that's just kind of why I think it dwindled out because everyone has something they can off-road with and they drive with that can go in the dirt and can do some jumps. And, you know, so this is the racing hub where surprisingly everyone's still into desert racing, but short course. I honestly
2: do not know what happened. Well, um, seeing as how you brought it up, I, I was gonna I was gonna wait to <laughs> maybe bring this up, but um you know, we, we got a little uh got a little beef, a little beefy beef with Uh-oh. uh with you, Mr. Brooks. You know, we're a little hurt. We're a little stung here at uh, at Impulse Media. Uh-oh. We felt we felt that maybe, you know, that 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 we were good enough. You know that, that we were good enough you know that we that we were tight enough that we were boys you know that we were your favorite natives but unfortunately, you know you 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 chose a different uh, you know more, more talented uh, we will agree <laughs> yeah, uh, individual for well your uh, for your special project. And while we while we weren't upset, we we understood because this this gentleman's so talented, we were a little hurt, heartbroken. And, uh, you know, we'd just like some closure on this. And and we'd just like to know um, why did you choose someone who's more talented than us?
4: Well, (laughs) well, you're going to throw me on the spot like that. I would just say, overall, man, my whole plans crashed. I mean, everything crashed. Like my boat still isn't done. Um, My Pro 2 was wrecked. So everything I had flew out the window. And it was super last minute. Well, I said, well, I got to do some type of video and I got to do it for cheap because all of my, <laughs> all of my, yep, video budget, all of the video budget I thought it was had went out the window. So, um, it would just have to go for the cheaper route instead of, you know, flying everyone out, which if I'm going to do it, we're going to do it right. Just wait.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah. No, we, uh. You know, that that's fair. That's fair. You know, I, I felt like uh you know we were we, you know we're that we're, we're big fans and um we we would have been there. We we get it though. Yeah, we get yeah. it.
1: Yeah, I was a little taken back. I won't lie. Yeah. We get it. We get <laughs> it life happens and um you
2: know, I just uh <clears throat> um Yeah, so let, let's
1: <laughs> Hey, how'd you get that hat? Well, what are you talking about? I bought this.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I bought this. That oh. came out of the media budget. I thought you guys knew that. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, we uh we we totally got it because I mean obviously we'll, we'll then move into the we'll move into the 2021 season and, and how it ended. Uh, you know, because obviously that played a factor into uh to um you know kind of kind of pushing those plans off. But yeah, man, that uh that tw- 21 season. I mean, we knew, so the previous year in 2020, that pro two season was pretty dramatic and it came down again to the, to the final race, final couple laps. And, um, you know, that pro four was, was pretty, uh, was pretty wild too with Leduc coming back. And so us three decided to cover that. And once you had mentioned that you were coming back and you know, a lot of these West coast drivers coming back and it got so stacked, um, I don't know about these guys, but I did not anticipate on how wild that first weekend would be in pro two. You know, I, I, with all of you guys, I mean, I was sitting back and staging and that shit was wild. I couldn't imagine what it was like on the track. So like, how was that first weekend for you coming into the Midwest for the first time in seven years?
4: Yeah, I think it was uh was an eye opener, honestly, because that's a short track, you know? So I'm like, okay, you know, we're, we're going to the Midwest it's going to be an opener and a short track. We'll probably do pretty decent. Uh, We just went and tested ERX uh, two weeks prior and we tried some new stuff with the truck and it, it felt good. Like it's hard, you know, when you build new trucks and you're trying to develop your trucks, it takes time and we weren't, you know, still, we haven't, we haven't really tested our, our truck. We have now considered our new truck. We haven't really tested it. We just raced it last year and it was fast pretty much at all the tracks and went to ERX, we're like, okay, our practice, our, you know, our, our time seemed pretty, seemed pretty close to what people run at, at ERX. So, uh, we had one test under our belt before we came to, you know, the opener and opener felt opener, opener practice and all that felt really good. We had a good truck. And then, uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, we qualified, I think it was like first, second or third, I don't remember what it was, but, um, with a four, with like a four invert. So overall, Uh, We just kind of noticed like the track prep. I'm like, dang, dude, the track prep. There's so much blue groove on the track. Are they going to like, you know, get some of this blue groove off to make it for some competitive racing? Are they going to leave it on? And I think that's where we struggle a lot. That's where our eyes opened after that first week and like, damn, we um, this is not the truck we had last year. This is not how I felt last year. And I don't know what to do. We were kind of scratching our heads after that first week. And I mean, we were competitive, but not as competitive as I thought we were going to be or how, you know, our 2020 season ended or yeah, or 2019, whatever, whatever we raced the year before uh, last year. So 2020, so it was kind of an eye opener about like, you know, how competitive the field was, how everyone was right there. There was like so much pressure, you know, with the drivers, every driver was right there with one mistake, you know, stuff was, you know, they were getting passed by multiple trucks. So I would say the first weekend um you know we were scratching our heads thinking what what do we do what what are we going to do here and how are we going to get my pro to, to have more traction
2: yeah yeah i mean you know we discussed uh, andigo last week just as far as you know the the track prep and and how how you know they they kind of threw that track together i don't want to say last minute but you know some some plans fell apart and um i mean it provided some good racing obviously it provided that that first spark, uh, with you, with you and Keegan. And then, you know, you guys obviously have been racing together or you guys had, and, and you guys are friends. Um, you know, that, those pro light days, that was a lot of fun. And the, the way I met you was through Keegan. And, uh, so that was, that was really cool to kind of see that come back together in pro two, to have like that, you know, a little bit of contact. And then, um, you know, then it was on, like you said, dude, gloves are off. And I was like, Shit. We did, we covered the wrong class this year, <laughs> but uh, no. And then we've also discussed about the whole uh, Bark River thing and um, how, you know, you made a really good pass on Keegan just before that comp yellow. And then obviously where I'm standing, I, I don't get to hear everything. And then when you guys come over the big Hill, he was like back in the lead. And I was like, did they give Keegan that spot back? And, and, and I th- you know i i think jeffrey agrees with me i mean he can um talk for himself but i felt objectively that that was a pretty good race move and and that they that 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 shouldn't have been given back to him
4: yeah it was a, it was a tough one i mean the call it is what it is now stuff happens and i think i think just champ needs to realize like you know we're we're all going out there hard racing and the tracks are hard to pass on that's the thing it's like when you have Keegan in front of me like I feel like he was a little quicker on some of the sections than I was, and I was a little quicker on other sections, but to pass him like Bark River, man, you would think it's such an open track. You know, there's so much, There's it's so easy to pass, but where I get back to is like the bottom of the track. There's no, there's, you can't, you can't just go to the bottom and expect to just go around someone. I mean, maybe, maybe in that, that turn right before the doubles, that chicane section, maybe you could have, Got a little drive out of there, but the cushion is all the way up at the top, and the track's so blue group. I mean, the the racing starts at eight o'clock in the morning. We don't race until six, so there's no and there, there's no way they can really prep the track that good. So that's where Champ just needs, hopefully, you know, see which you know it's going to be like that. In, in, no matter what, I think it was like that in all the Pro Two races where most of the guys in fourth or fifth place, you know, you got to move the guy to get get around him and it sucks, but as well, that's just kind of how the track is. And you either got to have your truck set up where you can just go around the outside of someone, which I don't think anyone's going to let you go around the outside of them. <laughs> and um, the big inverts, you know, when you, when you start, when you have, when you qualify third or you qualify first or second and you get put in the sixth, seventh spot or eighth spot, it's like you're scratching your head. Like, dude, how, Shit's got to go wrong here if I'm going to get to the front. So I would say that it's, um you know, it's a racing deal, whatever it is, what it is. But hopefully for the future, they just realize, hey, it's hard to pass. It's hard to pass at every track. And, um you know, that's just how some of the passes are going to have to be done. And it sucks when you're on both ends of the spectrum. You know, I've been there and I've done it to someone where it's, you know, it's sometimes how you just got to get around someone. And I would say every Pro 2 driver. I'd say the same thing, you know, you're not going to sit behind the guy the whole race and hopefully he makes a mistake because at the tier we're at, um, you're not really going to get that top guy to make a mistake. Um, you know, sometimes stuff happens, but most of the time you're going to try to capitalize on any move you can,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, like you said, it's uh, well, then they got to realize too, it's it's a contact sport still. You know, you guys, you guys try to drive clean as best as you can, but sometimes you do have to, you know, you do have to move in and make an aggressive pass um, to, you know, because Keegan or any other driver that's in front of you is not just going to give up that spot willingly. No. So I guess that's where I'm conflicted because, you know, the pass in Anigo in my eyes, I believe was a little bit, maybe it was aggressive regardless. Like I said, Antigo was, tight track. It was hard to pass. You know, Keegan seen seen his opening and he, and he took it. And the same thing for you on the, or the before the Comp Yellow, you know, you seen an opening and you took it. Now from like, like I said, where I was standing at, it didn't seem too bad, but you know, a week later we found a GoPro that was uh, connected to the truck in your cockpit. <laughs> yeah, I, would say, I would say like um, you know, for
4: instance at go, like how was how how was Keegan gonna go around me? You know, if, if from how how from how crappy the track was, how group, there was no traction anywhere. How was Keegan gonna go around me? So that's that's where he put in perspective. Okay, I'm gonna go to gonna pass him in a turn where he's least expecting it, where he's gonna have to drive in. Did I didn't even have a clue he was even coming right there, and I bet that's the same thing that goes for Bark River. I bet Keegan. Didn't even have one clue. I was even come up inside them where you got to catch someone off guard. That's the only way you're going to pass when it's like a, a single lane track. You know, that's where the driver comes into play on. You got it. You got to attack where they're least expecting it, where, um, now I'm all good with it, you know, that's, that's, that's short course racing. And that's how, that's how it's going to be a lot. Um, I feel like this year champ off though too, is, is everyone's going to step up their game. So. Um, it's hard to pass. That's just, that's just how it is.
1: Um, over, uh, go ahead, Tito. Go ahead,
2: go ahead Jeffrey. I was gonna, I was gonna move on to the, to the 2021 season, but go ahead. Jeffrey. No,
1: no, I was actually just going to ask the same question.
2: Oh, I don't know if you're, <laughs> <All right>. I... <laughs> I was going to ask Jared, man, um, with how that 2021 season ended, have you ever had a season end, uh, end like that? And when was the last time you were that heartbroken?
4: Um, no, I don't think I've ever had a heartbreak like that. I mean, I've been, I've been close to championships, but I've never, I've never had a, you know, a little cushion and, and have something go so catastrophic. I mean, um, you know, I've made mistakes myself where I wrecked the truck and, you know, you know, that hurts, but to have something that was so out of our control, um, was a bummer, but we, we kept having that problem this year, so. It was kind of something like something, you know, just something when it goes your way, it goes your way. But we've had that we had that problem go in a few practice sessions um throughout the year. We had it, you know, we had that same belt break when we were testing um an ERX. It broke twice and something weird, you know. It it the thing that sucks is like I was just cruising, you know, I wasn't I wasn't pushing the truck hard. I know I knew where I needed to finish. We were running just, uh, you know, fourth place, just trying to stay out of the clean air. And um, I guess that's the saying, you know, it goes your way when it goes your way. And, you know, shit happens. But overall, I, I wasn't I wasn't really that pissed. I mean, I was more pissed that I had to sit sidelines for the rest of the weekend and just watch everyone burn laps. That's probably the second time I've had to do that in two years at Crandon at the last race. So I think if I would have been able to get back in the truck and just go have fun, it would have been a different story, but the fact I had to sit there and watch everyone else race after we just lost the championship, we have a total truck, um, I would say that was for sending driving home, 20-hour uh, home, that was just, it was a bummer, but, I mean, it is what it is, and I think I think it got our it got our wheels turning to come back even harder next year to, to figure out what we needed to do, and, um you know, not everything, not not every year goes perfect, and that's just racing.
2: Damn, so now you know what it's like to be a Packer fan, huh? <laughs> I guess so,
1: really. Jesus.
2: Saying, I'm listening uh, to him talking, I'm like, man, this sounds like last Saturday for me, man, where it's just like everything's going great. You got everything, got all the pieces, comfortable, and then it's like uh, catastrophic. I hear you. Yeah. So last week we made our uh, 2022 picks uh, for pro two. And, um, so we're still unsure about what, uh, what Mr. Matag wants to do. Cause he was in pro two in 2020. And then last year he was in a pro four. So, you know, we, we had, uh, the chant memes guy on and, and we asked him, um, so, you know, who's your, uh, 2022 pick for pro two. If, if w- Oh, Oh, Did he
1: freeze. He froze again. <laughs> Well, hey 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 tito what can you re ask that question please sorry to interrupt okay. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> mr Brooks, who
2: is your 2022 uh pro2 Two points championship uh who do you think who do you think that's going to go to who's your pick if uh, mr mateg makes his return back
4: I would say my pick would be myself if I'm racing Pro Two. They like, say I, I don't, maybe I'm not understanding the question. No, you're understanding it Craig. I'm, just sure, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Like
2: you know, Mister Matek is is pretty talented, and, and you know, I'm not sure you know where your confidence level is if you're like ah, you know, he's he's there, but you know, I it's, it's a good pick. It's a good pick. That's what we pick too. Yeah, I was
3: gonna say. No, I think I
4: think it, that's, that's what I think this year, dude, the Pro Two class is gonna be like old school Pro Light days in uh, in in torque but to a different level. Um, there's so many fast front runners nowadays. Um, and I can't even think of them. I felt like last year there was up to, I think, I think legit the top 10 dudes could have won, especially counting if they throw these big inverts. So um, I think, I think it's going to be an insane pro two season. It's going to be a hard pick on who's going to win it, but um, I think it's going to be a sick one.
3: Yeah, a lot. What were you going to say before that? No, I, I was saying, like like he said, he was, there's uh, like 10 people that can win it, and Then we all said uh, Brooks. Our pick was, majority of it was Brooks, and he said it. There's so many people in there, but for Keegan, no, no digs on Keegan, but like we all said, it's hard to go back-to-back, especially with that deep of a field. And we just think, like, now that you've been here, you know the tracks, you know kind of what the setup is, you know how it's going to lay out. It's just you were consistent last year. We think we're just going to carry that over again.
4: Yeah, we're hoping to, Um, you know, like the truck we had last year, you know, hopefully, hopefully everything works out, but the truck we had last year was very set up for West Coast tracks. And I don't know. I just feel like last year just wasn't, wasn't everything we had. Um, We got a lot of new stuff going on for this year. We switched motor packages to Roush. Um, I think motor package was a big thing we we probably were lacking. Um so hopefully going on an equal playing field with Keegan and, and a lot of those guys that are on the Roush Motors. Hopefully will will give us a little bit more steam. And then we're building a new truck right now that um, you know, hopefully we've been scratching our heads on on how to how to make this truck faster. So uh you know I just really hope we'll be able to have some test time before uh before the opener round at Anna Gill. So speaking of trucks
1: are you um going to last year's truck or are you building a new truck or how's the off season going
4: yeah off season's going pretty well um i wouldn't say pretty well but it's, it's really hard to find parts so uh last year we had we had our um our 2020 truck that we built in um, 2020 which we had pretty much all spare parts for it We've been to Crandon uh, three years in a row now and haven't been able to race the cup race because of some type of DNF. So we figured we might as well just build two trucks instead of carrying around spare parts. We're going to have a backup truck and a race truck that are going to be completely identical. So um, coming into this year, we're building a whole brand new truck, um, changing up a little bit of stuff. It's pretty much going to be a sister truck, but we're going to try to find a little bit more speed out of it and go, go pretty crazy on it. On, um, just stuff that I haven't seen people do that. Hopefully that's the hard part though, is because uh, building motors right now and everyone knows with all this COVID crap, uh, finding parts and, and getting parts is just unreal. So I think that's going to be um, a huge delay for us. And I mean, we go back on the Midwest in around uh, in May. So we need to have that truck done in May. I and mean, We need to be testing on the Midwest um, in May.
2: Dang, sorry. Are you guys gonna? Are you guys gonna make that a, a GoPro friend, uh, friendly truck?
4: Uh, we're <laughs> <I'm> gonna work <laughs> on it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's hard to find spots. Last year, I was like, "Son of a bitch, man!" I was like, "Where am I gonna put
4: this?" <laughs> like two spots. You just, uh, you just need to get the cage mounts. I, like, I, like, I did, and then it
2: was all it was all crooked and shit. And I was trying to get it like up in the cab, but it was like flush against the the roll bars. And I was like, man. Yeah. It's like where where can I put this? My boss is gonna just flog <laughs> me if I don't if I don't get a good shot here. So no doubt, just for, for me. Give me one spot.
4: <laughs> but I'll but this like, flat panel says Tito. Yeah, yeah. Up in, the, up in the right
2: side so I can get like like all of it. Just like leave like a little like grooved area there and then I can I can just you know, get her taken care of. Uh,
1: but, Tito, you did get the shot. Uh, you know, unfortunately, with uh, Jarrett's uh, last season race, uh, you know, we, we caught the emotional emotional impact of, of what happened in the Ponzi corner. So, um, you know, it, it was extremely exciting to see as a media guy or, you know, as media people. But like I said, then it just like, it showed the raw emotion, like what you were going through and, and like, and what you had to do was finish, I think 12th or better. And then it just went completely downhill.
4: Yeah. I think only, um, I think only like 12 trucks finished. It was either 12 or 13 trucks finished the race. I'm like, damn, (laughs) well, it is what it is. Yeah, overall, I feel like it brought a lot of hype to short course and it's going to bring a lot of hype to that Pro 2 class, right? So um, I think that's what we needed. You know, we we need that hype. I think it's great that the West Coast drivers are going back there and we finally have what we want. We wanted one series. We wanted all the best guys to be together. And, I mean, once we finally got everyone racing a whole season together, I mean, look how much drama and... Uh, people were talking about it, you know, we, you know, people were like, you know, people were gaining fans, you know, we, I I gained a lot of fans and um, I think that was the coolest part. And then I I would assume coming into this year, it's just going to be on a whole nother level. Mm -hmm.
1: So preparing
4: for these tracks, because
1: obviously you've been out here, but we, we have a few new ones like ERX and, and Lena and I believe the rest were the same, but um, what what was your favorite track on the circuit?
4: Um, I would for sure say Bark River has always been one of my favorites, but I really enjoyed ERX. I think the technical track, which uh, we I feel like we didn't have that many technical tracks on the Midwest that like jumping in, in the you know, double sections. Um, you know, ERX, that's one of the tracks. It's like, that's a badass track but where is there really to pass? You think like a pro two, if he qualifies first and starts 10, I don't think he's going to be charging through the pack with the snap of a fingers. You know, it's it's going to be like there must, there's going to be a lot of chaotic stuff going on. So that's where the inverts, I really hope they change that on the inverts because it's not just me complaining about the 10 invert. It's like, you know, you worked your ass off to come and qualify first and you have a 10 inverts. Like, there's only there's only 15 to 17 trucks, so you're starting pretty much in the back. You have a good chance of getting cleaned out from the guys behind you, then 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 trying to even think about oh I got to blitz through all the guys in front of me as well. But um, I would say I would say Bark River was was still my top track because of the flow. Mm-hmm.
2: It's funny, yeah, Clement uh, talked about. We, we talked about the yeah. the difference between the front of the Pro twos and the back of the Pro twos, or even mid pack. And he's like, it's like a fucking war back there, man. <laughs>
4: if you you go back there and you, you know you, you try to grace everyone with with some respect and too. You, know, <laughs> <laughs> you go back there and you're, goes, you want to have you want you want to just start putting your hand out the window. <laughs> <laughs> That's... You know, you go back there, just you, you kind of wonder like, are we fighting for twelfth place right now? You want to destroy each other. <laughs> <truck? laughs> it's like that's straight up how
2: uh, that's their playoffs, up. bro. Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah. He's like I'm racing, fact, I'm racing you know, we're, all, we're all out there to race. Every spot matters, but I'm not really trying to wreck my truck for twelfth. <laughs>
1: Okay, we have a uh, leading into that question. I, we have a fan question from Jared Q33. Uh his question is what course in your mind do you think is the most complex to prepare
4: for?
2: I, well, I guess like set up
4: I would say the first race of the year because you're trying to come out there with everything you've learned in the off season. And you don't know. You don't know how to compare yourself to any other guy. So, for instance, you know, coming into this, year's a an You know, we're building a whole new truck. Keegan's building a whole new truck. But Tag's coming with with new trucks. Everyone's progressing in off-season. So, I would say coming into the first race is kind of an eye-opener on how, you, how good you are to start the season off. Say you start the season off and you're pretty junk. It's going to be hard to turn it around. You're going to be chasing it all year because you race every two weeks. It's not like... You know, from all these guys, you know, some guys have spare motors and spare parts, but to try to, to try to put that time on your truck after the first weekend, it's, you know, most of the guys, you know, or have jobs or, you know, I fly home where we're not, you know, I guess if you're that off, you're going to stay and and work on it. But it's, I would say the first weekend, like always, it's the most to prepare for and see where your speed's at.
3: Yeah. The first race tells a lot. Like you can come in there thinking like, Hey, I got my truck set up. The off season went great. I felt fast. And then you show mm-hmm. up and you get like a six and you're like, Oh shit. Now we're, <laughs> now we're chasing everything.
4: Yeah, no, you're chasing it. That's kind of how we were. I feel like we've never, I've never chased my setup so much ever in pro two or pro light. I mean, I guess you can say it was easier on the, on the, on the West coast and because we weren't chasing setup like we weren't doing gear changes all the time we'd run the same gear and and all that pretty much at every race and now we go on the midwest and we're throwing in full new setups every weekend fully different so um i think that's what it should be we should be chasing setups we should be throwing all new setups at the truck every weekend and uh that's that's how the midwest was
1: yeah because yeah. Uh, you went from Anigo, which is a very very short track and then 2 weeks later we were in Cranndon which is by far the longest track of of the of the year you know so or in yep. the series so like that has to be difficult going from like I said I don't I'm not a mechanic or anything but um what champ means is going to be an engineer. So if you need someone to work, no, (laughs) 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 but no. um, So yeah, that, that just has to be uh, frustrating, especially if, if you don't got it right during qualifying or even just during the practice, because in practice, you guys only have three laps to get your setup, like dialed in for, for the racing that day.
4: Yeah. And that's where a lot comes in. I mean, Three laps of practice, three laps of qualifying, and you're going racing. That's 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 it. And, so uh, for you to try to chase your setup and try to get a game plan for the race, if you're off, you you could be making huge swings for the stars and just crossing your fingers on. Hopefully, it works out. So uh, that that's what's tough is they have so many classes that you know you got There's not there's not so much room for the pros or what they consider the pros
1: yeah so is that a negative in the sense of like practice and qualifying just because it, it, it is so short or do you like it being short just so you have more time to work on your truck
4: um i mean some people say like they don't want to put up all that time on their trucks and all that but it goes back and forth because sometimes yeah three laps is enough and three laps of qualifying is sometimes enough but it just it throws i feel like the different the biggest curveball is when you go out for each session the track's different each time you go on the track so it's hard you know say it was 10 laps of practice i don't think that's going to help you out that much going in two hours later for another three laps of qualifying because the track's so much different i feel like we we did that a lot. We go out for practice when the track's still really good. Like, dude, this truck is so dialed. Like, where it's it's really fast. We go out for qualifying. I'm like, holy crap! Did we change something or what happened? So <laughs> sometimes, sometimes the three laps, it's like three laps. Okay, you get it figured out and you get a feel for it. Throw it at qualifying. The qualifying track is totally different. So it's it's hard to say yeah. if the practice really, you know. If
1: you need more. Yeah, because talking to some of the drivers, too, they were even thinking about, you know, moving instead of showing up at seven in the morning and then you guys race at, you know, pretty much at dawn. So why not have you guys come in the middle of the day, like during break or something and in the the sportsman classes, then that's when you guys do all your stuff. So you guys. Let's say you guys just start at noon, you guys do qualifying or practice and qualifying around noon. Like, is that something that you would be going for too?
4: Yeah, I would, I would enjoy being able to drive the truck before you even race. I mean, it's, you know, we, we qualify and practice the day before at 6 p.m., and we don't, we don't drive the truck again until we race. You know, there's no practice or qualifying, which, what's kind of cool about Lucas is they would qualify sometimes in the morning. So at least, okay. The morning track, you know, at least he got in the truck It it, it's not that big of a deal, but it'd be nice if, you know, we weren't just sitting around picking our, picking our nose all day. (laughs) uh, Drivers meeting at 7am and it's not like you're going to go back to bed. You know, we don't race until 7pm. So it's like, what, what, what do we do? You know, our trucks are already pretty much cleaned and all that at end of the night because we're not just going to leave them all dirty and all that so that's that's the hard part is it's a lot of sitting around mm-hmm. which by time the time i get in at 6, six, <laughs> 6 p.m i'm tired i'm like damn that's been a long day i've sitting on my ass <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah
1: well and, that, and like i said that's where like i guess like if you, instead of showing up at 7 p.m for the pro drivers meeting if you will you know move it to like noon but also like it's a Like I said, it's a double-edged sword because then the next day, if you guys, you know, have a, you know, bad day on Saturday, then Sunday, it's like, oh, crap. (laughs) You know, we only got, we got to get the truck ready for practice, you know, at, you know, instead of having the time, you're like, oh, man, we got till noon to do all this. And then we only have three hours to get it ready for race time then instead of being at seven in the morning and then having all day to work on it.
4: Yeah, no. I think Lucas did it a few times. Where there was two practices the day before, and then early morning race day was qualifying. So instead of having you know the three prac three laps of practice and three laps of qualifying, they did that the day before, and then early morning. I'm talking like 7 a.m. We're out there qualifying, and I don't know. I think the day, the day it made the day go by a little a little better because at least you were. You know, working on your truck, you know, until after qualifying, if you qualified at seven, you know, you're working on your truck until eleven. Okay, you are racing, you race four hours. But it wasn't it wasn't that bad, you know, where the day goes by a little bit better and I don't know. Let's go with the flow, man. Yep. Not, <laughs> yeah. yeah no yeah. We can bitch all you want, but you know, we just it is what it is. So
1: Yeah. But um I guess uh going into the Twenty, like looking back, um, how do you think they could do the season? I guess the schedule a little better as far as instead of having oh, just a week off and then you guys are back racing again. Is there a way that you know maybe we start the season earlier or end it later or you know just to create a little bit of spacing between the races instead of feeling like you guys are you know being hectic and 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 rushed.
4: Um, I don't know. For me, because I'm a West Coast guy and I fly back all the time, it kind of works out well. Uh, they don't have any of the races on besides Labor Day of the big weekends. They don't have it on Fourth of July, which I like. I'd rather have my my big weekends off and go do you know my own thing with my family. And uh, that that's the hard part is is racing on the Midwest. You know your your family's got to fly home. They got work you know, your, your, your baby and all that stuff. So that's, that's the hard part where I'd rather get the season done. Wham, bam, 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 bam. So you're not just pondering, you know, you're not leaving your guys back there for us racing for us living on the, on the West coast. It's actually cheaper on us having the races closer because we can just leave our guys out there working on the trucks full time. Because if there was a break, we would still have to, you know, pay our guys, clean the truck, then have to fly them home, then fly them back instead of having a huge off break throughout the whole summer. So it kind of works out for us where we can keep a good rhythm. You know, we get back to the shop, tear the truck down, ship it all apart, put it back together, and then we're off to the race. Mm-hmm. That's how long it takes. So it works out good for us. I mean, I get some people are probably like, ah, this, uh, for the West Coast guy, it's not not that bad.
2: Okay. Sweet. What? Oh, uh Jeffrey. I think Jeffrey froze, right?
1: No, I didn't freeze.
2: Wow. Wow. <laughs> Jeffrey was the one who froze this time.
1: <laughs> Come you on right? now. We're live right now. No. You <laughs> did. You did. So yes. yeah, we're live. Everyone I, I, can see I, 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 now. I said sweet. I, I said sweet.
2: <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> what is uh what is your process before you get in the race? Like you said, you know, you're kind of sitting around picking your um picking your nose uh all day uh what's your process for you uh getting the race because i know like keegan the, the fucking psycho he'd like takes a nap and like we're getting ready <laughs> we're getting ready to like go out and film and they're like oh somebody go wake him up and then 45 minutes later he's like at the starting line no problem like not groggy at all like is there a process that you go through where you're just like you know do you got like a, a get psych mix do you like do you do push-ups like is there mm-hmm. like uh you know Michael's special juice that you drink before you go out there?
4: No, nah, pretty much not the day, just you know we get the truck done. Depending on where we are, I just go kind of cruise around on my one ten, um, like ERX. I just ripping around in the backwoods, just <laughs> having fun with you know take my kid on ripping around. Um, really don't don't do much. Just try not to just sit there. I have such bad ADD. I just can't just sit around and just ponder the race because you just sit around and just go oh well, what if this happens what if this happens which any driver does i mean it's anyone does that in my life but i just try to keep myself occupied i'm just so bored throughout the day um, <laughs> yeah. that you no know, it's it's cool when i have my family there i can you know play with my play with rocks and all that stuff where time goes by and he's at the age where he likes to go do stuff so um i don't know i, I do some do some bands try to get my shoulders warm and um, that's about it.
2: Well, I've, uh, I've, I've fallen victim to, uh, to board off-road racing drivers. And, um, you know, when, when, when you guys get bored, you, uh, you got, you want, you want media guys dance for you, you know, little puppets, little monkeys. Hey man. Hey, how about we have a fat guy race? How about we do that? You know? And, and so (laughs) I know exactly what you mean when it comes to, uh, when you guys get bored because, uh, I've been a part of the, the peanut gallery, but, um, I, uh, what are your thoughts then on let's say potentially, um, Doug Mateg jumps into jumps into that pro too. You know, does that change your mindset then coming in the next year? Or is it just like another, like, well, another talented driver like this feels already stacked. Like, what's the big fucking deal?
4: And I would say just another talented driver. Dougie and I have, you know, we used to be teammates. Uh, we battled hardcore. Uh, two years ago in twenty twenty, we we went at it for the championship and came down to the wire. And you know, I know he's going to be a, be a fast guy year, and just drives more hype to the sport. You no, know, we need we need we need that competition. I mean, I don't want to be the guy out there that just Runs around first or gets is a podium guy every week, and I want to. I want people to know I earned it because they have such a stacked field. So um, I think it's good. I think we need Dougie in the in the Pro Two class. Um, the Pro Four class was was great this year, but I think the Pro Two class was what everyone wanted to watch. And if we get more top drivers in it, um, it's good. it's for sure going to be the class that everyone cares about. And at the same token, you know you have all these top drivers, and it you it, um, know brings more eyes on it. And um you know hopefully hopefully it brings more sponsors to who's a valuable driver. Mm, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know. What are uh I'm you good. got a question, Jeffrey or no?
1: Uh yeah. Uh speaking of top drivers, what are Jared Jared's uh Brooks top picks for the twenty twenty season? Twenty twenty two season in pro light and in pro four.
4: Um I would say pro light. Uh, Brock Hager, uh, me and him pit out of the same, um, we pit together, we work out of the same shop together. We've been buddies for uh seven, eight years now. So, i would say Brock's my top guy in um, in, in pro light and pro four. I gotta think who's who's in it. There's Kyle Adobe, Johnny, CJ, Jimmy um, Henderson,
2: uh, Kyle Andrew Cheney. Carlson, Adrian Finney. <laughs>
4: There's, I mean, those guys, there's, there's guys that could, top five guys could win it every weekend. Um, I don't know. That's a tough one, man. I mean, I like, I like the, I like the battle between CJ and Kyle. I mean, that's what I look forward to. Those guys are both um, always evolving their trucks. They cut them up every year and, and do something new, which I think is pretty awesome. Um, I would say I don't. I don't have a favorite, really. I I just like to watch those two guys duke it out.
1: Who do you think is going to win, though? <laughs> <laughs> who's going to Who's going to take the crown? Uh, just I, th- I think he
2: said duke it out. I think he's. Uh, I think he's like subliminally saying uh, Kyle Duke.
4: Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think it. I mean. Uh, I don't know. Pick- I like to see I like to see new winners each year. I don't like to see the same guy win. So, I want to see I want to see CJ do good. Um I want to see see Kyle do pretty good.
1: All right, Johnny Graves. All right. Yeah. No. <laughs> Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy Henderson. <laughs> what are, uh, what are your
2: thoughts on, uh, on the, on the laps versus the the time thing? So this is something yeah, that we've been yeah. talking about that's the, and it's a that's question awesome. that we've had like with, uh, Andrew Carlson and, you know, some people are for it, some people are against it, but as a driver, what are your, what are your thoughts on it compared to like, you know, yeah five laps, comp yellow and another five, or would you rather do like the time thing where it's like, you know, six minutes comp six and then, uh, a uh, white flag.
4: As you I never really understood it. Like when people say, Oh, the clock ran out and you guys still had two more laps. I never really understood it, but I'm pretty sure one of the races I was leaving. I don't know where it was. I guess the clock ran out and we still did another lap or we still had like a, a white flag lap or something. Happened. But I honestly didn't really understand it. I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't, see it playing a factor in the pro two race unless i'm wrong but i don't think the pro two ever had a factor of like uh oh the time's out green flag but i think i think they should let us race you know do 14 laps you know we're not we're not out there for 12 laps let's do 14 straight up there's no if ands or buts it's 14 laps
1: you know um, i think that would so. just
4: take everything away and give us let us race you know we see we're we're considered pro drivers. Um, we sat there all day and, you know, it's, I just think it should, that's how it should be no matter what, four team laps.
3: Yeah, because for me, like we discussed, like six minutes at Dirt City is a lot different than six minutes at uh, Bark River, we'll say. And then, then you like you said earlier, you got your fans, so your fans are only seeing you for that amount of time. And then sometimes it's just like, that's it. Like you only get to see us for... 14 minutes rather than like you said the 14 laps well i I
4: understand i understand their theory about it is like okay say there's cautions and cautions and cautions no one wants to see that but at least do a do a 30 minute time limit Get i get it for like the big classes if you've got 30 cars in it and all that i i understand but eliminate some classes or or split them up somehow i know they already have so I mean, some of the UTV classes have like 30 cars where it sucks. I know they want to do more laps, but it's like they have cautions after cautions where no one wants to sit there watching do cautions, just get the race done with at that point. So I understand them. I remember Lucas would do a 30-minute time limit. So to do 15 laps, better hope you're doing it under 30 minutes.
2: Okay, yeah. No, I and again like I said, you know, we we have people that are split on it. Uh, some people like it because again, you know, it, it it's on time and but the other, you know, point of it is is you know, one race in the same weekend may get 12 laps and another one may get 14 and those 2 laps could be the difference and Yeah. You sure know, you got to have I just feel like you got to have consistency. Like it's got to be the same throughout the weekend or, or or whatever it is. And, and again, like you said, if there's a time limit of 30 minutes then it's like, okay, you know, we, we understand that we've pushed that limit so far. Um, but, but two laps can end up obviously <laughs> being the difference. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess, you know, seeing as how uh, one more question I have, uh, as far as racing related goes is, is what about the, uh, what about the invert? What are you, are, are you a fan of the invert or, um, and, and if you are, do you think it needs to, is there like a happy medium, like zero to six, zero to eight? Cause I know 10 was pretty, pretty wild.
4: Yeah. I think, I think the zero to 10 was, was way blown out of proportion. Like I mean, you work your ass off to qualify first, second, or third, and what other sport of racing do you see the first, the guy that qualifies first be penalized? You know, you, you don't know any other place that has inverts. I do understand why they want to do it. You know, we want to have good racing, but I think you know, a six invert should be the tip top max ever. And that's a big invert. I mean, just think we have 10 dudes that can win. And you're doing a six invert. I mean, that's a, that's a big invert. Where um, I think that should be the max where you're not going over there saying, damn, I just qualified first. I just worked my ass off for one point and I'm pulling a 10 and I get knocked out the first turn. I'm losing way more than, I just think I just think a ten is way too much. I think every driver or even fan would realize, damn, you got the tenth place dude. Every time they pulled a ten last year, I'm pretty sure turn one was a wreck. The guy that started on the pole, I think, was in twelfth place before turn one. So, <laughs> yeah, I think it's more of a, I think it's more of a hazard than anything. And That's not me being mean. I'm just saying, you no, know, you have you know, that just shouldn't be a ten. In reality, there shouldn't be an invert. In reality, <laughs> yeah. because what wow. racing has inverts, you work your ass off to get first, second, or third. And um, especially this year, there was no play in the invert. I mean, maybe some other guys did, but I thought the field was so close to that there was no, there was no. Hey, I'm going to go out there and sandbag a little bit and qualify fourth. Maybe I, maybe I'm wrong, but how do I think?
1: Oh no! What happened? Wow. Huh. I lost them. Oh, Both no. of them. Yeah, my computer just shut off. Hold up. Uh, text Tito. Tell him we'll be back on.
2: <laughs> Hello. He uh, he had to go use the bathroom real quick.
1: Oh okay. Yeah, <laughs> dude. We we're still live. We are still live. We're <laughs> <laughs> <You're> still live. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, that, that's crazy. My fucking uh, computer. I don't know. Our first technical difficulty on uh, live streaming here. But um, that
3: that's happening couple of times yeah <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> you think i would just leave the, the the charger plugged into the laptop no yeah that's what happened <laughs>
2: you know uh you know what help with that is if we had a sponsorship and we'd be able to uh, afford all of the technical wonders to um put forward the show and at, at the uh you know most tip-top performance that you could possibly have
1: yes thank you thank you
2: so if anybody would like to be uh, you know, the impulse show presented by insert sponsorship here, we're more than happy to uh to let you know. He's
1: back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's back. I'm we're back. still live too. Yes. <laughs> That's my fault. My bad. My bad.
2: <laughs> so go tell him. Tell him what happened.
1: My computer died.
2: <laughs> Forgot to plug in his computer.
1: Wow. Uh.
2: So, uh, they did say us at the invert question. So we'll have to, uh, we'll have to re-ask that. I'm not sure if it got picked up or not, but,
1: uh, yeah, it, he got it to like where, like basically towards the end where he was just talking about how it's unfair and those, you guys work too hard, work too hard, uh, you know, to have it happen in that, that, uh, the top six, you know, if you are going to invert, maybe invert the first six because the first six, like don't even matter in the end,
2: but, um, I guess like moving. Oh, oh, cause he was talking about, um, how, if, if you got the 10 invert, like it seemed like to be a crash. And so, and, and he was kind of, um, you know, just talking about then that six, seems to be a, a really good number and 10 a little bit too much, yep. but my, so what I immediately, I started thinking about, it was, uh, that land rush at Crandon, Jared, I got to ask you, you know, from your perspective, um, you know, you're sitting at the line, you know, you got all these guys lined up next to you, you know, it's world championship weekend. And, uh, and, and for some reason, you know, a driver gets, you know, the, the ultimate head start. you know, what, uh, what, what were your thoughts when you saw the, uh, the old number 13 pro two, just take off down the fucking front stretch.
4: Jonathan, dude, I didn't even, I didn't even realize, I didn't even see him because I'm I'm looking up to the right. All of us are trying to look to the right. We're not I'm not looking at <laughs> the homeboy jumped or anything. I'm not I can't even see. And then we just kinda like watch it you know, go. And I look at them like, oh damn, we got whole shot it. Damn. <laughs> I didn't even realize that, you know, you have everyone's trucks all wound up, revved up that it's not like we could hear him go, but um you're pretty much just kind of watching the guy next to you and kind of watch out of your how do you review of the flag? But you just see everyone's trucks just kind of knows like you... So I did not even know, dude. I wasn't even I wasn't even focused on him. I was just trying to get through the turn. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, because we were talking about it last week. Uh cause we were talking about, obviously chant memes and uh that was our favorite kind of topic to talk about was just uh it was old Jay Schaefer kind of coming around that first turn and we were like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> and uh, so we so that's why I wanted to like ask you then from your perspective as far as like you know, like you say, you're looking at the tower, and then you know it's green, you start going, and then you're like, Man, that guy is he got a fucking jump.
0: Yeah, yeah
2: he's <laughs> gone. <laughs> <laughs> he's halfway uh, down the fucking front stretch by the time you guys started.
1: Oh
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. um I, that was pretty much uh you know wrapping up my, my racing related questions. Um, I don't know if you guys got any more racing ones related. Lyla Jeffrey uh,
3: mine would be uh for like uh, how you matured as a driver, like, like for drivers starting out, they all go for wins, but you're not always going to have like the truck to win. So like, what's like, like, so how would you, how would you like tell somebody about that? Like, you know, like just settle for like, Hey, I only got like a third place truck. I'm not going to push it. Just settle for where I'm at type of thing. Is that like where you're at now?
4: Um, I would say, I would say I'm always hungry to win. once you have that taste of winning, um, you, you never really try to settle for, um, for, for, positions. Um, I would feel like the only time I kind of settled for, for any type of wins or races, I would say it would be kind of at the end of the season where, you know, trying to save my truck, trying to finish in, uh, in a fourth place position or fifth place where you need to do it. But I feel like, uh, for sure the first, the first, uh, weekend, try to get your feet wet, just kind of see where you are and, you know, if there's if there's five or four laps to go, and um, you can make the move for first, I'd probably do it. But you know, if there's one lap to go or two laps to go, I would probably just kind of sit tight, unless I knew my truck was that much faster. Um, it goes both ways. You know, you could you know you go for a hail mary with with two laps to go, and you could wreck wreck yourself both in the first the first weekend. But um, I try not I I try not to settle. I try to always keep my mindset like, hey, we're going there to win. Um, I didn't i don't i don't come all the way back to the midwest to to settle to to any driver so um you know we, we always go for wins uh, we put too much work i've done it for too many years to you know settle for a third place or a second place uh, we try to go out and win it every time Qualifying everything try to do p1 all right i love that I guess, I guess you would say you try to be a little bit smarter on the first weekend
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you can lose the the championship in the first weekend too. So especially especially on the points. Yeah, especially on how short the season is, if you will. So um, but yeah, I I have no questions. Besides uh when we're gonna hop on Warzone. So
2: Yeah, yeah. So that was what I was kinda kinda (laughs) moving to, which is tail end of the the interview here where, uh, you know, Mr. Brooks, do you seem to, um, you know, like to be the center of attention? So we have center of attention um, questions for, you You know, you're always winning, you know, you're, you know, taking shots, giving shots, you know, making dramatic race seasons, Um, you know, all about you. We're okay with that. That's what we're about here. So we got some controversial questions for you then. Uh, do you think pineapple belongs on pizza?
4: Yes. I wasn't a fan of it a few years ago bomb now. Okay.
2: <laughs> I think uh, that uh, macaroni noodles belong in chili. Mm. Yeah,
4: for sure. I'll go for the texture.
2: Uh, do you <laughs> think hot dog, do you think a hot dog is a sandwich?
4: Nah, nope.
2: Uh, what are your feelings then on the Chargers leaving San Diego and going to LA?
4: Horrible! That was the worst call I've ever had, and we—I uh, think everyone in San Diego just jumps up and down when they lose. <laughs>
2: yeah. Who, who's your uh, who's your football team now?
4: Um, Please, dude, I can't hours. say I really have a football team. I've been a Rams fan just kind of uh, for a few years, but not just because they're doing good
2: yeah yeah okay okay uh okay uh culver's or in and out
4: uh we don't really have the culver's here so i'm gonna go with in and out
2: culver's good pick good pick because it's uh you know very exclusive very uh cared for uh kind of food never frozen uh you know the wendy's got their idea from Culver, so you know we appreciate you picking up this is
4: horrible yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man so uh okay uh jack-in-the-box or in and out in and out all right jack-in-the-box i know you know they have really good breakfast sandwiches uh every time i go to california i have to get me a jack-in-the-box breakfast <laughs> sandwich
4: <laughs> what
2: about what about a chick-fil-a ooh, ooh, okay chick-fil-a or day old in and out
4: um, Chick fil A all day, no matter what, over in and out.
2: Thank no you. matter what, <laughs> do, you, do you get the spicy chicken deluxe and then put some Chick fil A sauce on it?
4: Mm hmm. hmm. <laughs> See, I'm
2: not so <laughs> fat now. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, and then another, uh, my last question then is, um, how come you've been dodging us on Warzone? What's up with that, man?
4: Dude, um, every time I hit you up, you guys are playing at like, one 30 is your time <laughs> i get on at like five you're like oh bro i've been playing all day i'm like hey, do you work bro no yeah now we gotta begin our day? day and then um no like, i, I go on spurts dude if um if my old lady isn't home then i can play video games but if she's home there's zero playing video games so i gotta try to pick my time wisely on how I want to start a fight. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> You're gonna start planning. Be like, hey, where, where, where are you gonna be this week? She's like, why? What you got going on? I'm like, no, nothing. Just curious. And then, and then you got a lot of snow. Like Wednesday, three thirty.
4: Yeah, exactly, dude. I got, I got, a, I got slick time slots because the baby. I got, I gotta watch what I got. gotta watch what I show them now. I gotta be a parent figure of what I'm showing my kids. So that's, that's <laughs> the hard part, dude.
1: So what Thursday at. Seven our time. <laughs> 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 yeah,
2: yeah. What's a really good time that works for you?
4: Um around like eight or nine Cali time. So what is that? Eleven o'clock your time p.m.
1: I'll grind. <laughs> like I, uh yeah.
2: maybe, maybe, maybe Thursday or Friday I'd be able to do that.
4: All right, here we go, dude. What do you guys play? <laughs> Warzone, bro.
2: Uh, like you know like rebirth or caldera
4: oh. i'm only a rebirth guy
2: that's Ooh, fine we were we granted we slapping rebirth. people around earlier today
4: yes I, get, I got a 10 piece it's hard ten. dude i have a i have like a 55 inch screen that i play on <laughs> and i'm and on a couch by like 10 feet away <laughs> i'm like swim team trying to trying to find people
2: Sorry, dude. <laughs> dude. yeah i gotta sit really close to my big screen tv too it's stupid like <laughs> 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 i wonder what no wonder why my field of view is so terrible <laughs> <laughs> but no man i'm uh i'm done with uh with my questions dude awesome well so i don't know if these other guys got any more to ask
1: uh, no, I am good. No, uh, no. thanks for, for coming on, homie. And, uh, you know, as always, you know, we're rooting for you.
3: Yep.
4: Awesome. I appreciate it. And I think you guys are doing an awesome thing. Bring in, um, hype and, and talking to drivers, getting their input on, on everything. And you guys are what we need. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, hey like man, I'm stitching right
2: here. 2022 champ. I'm gonna need it. So if you can, <laughs> if you, if you know a guy, <laughs> Right here on this, on this <laughs> hat, this merchandise stuff that I, you know, you know received <laughs> by twenty twenty two pick.
4: It's Alphabon, we're going to come in uh, with some cool stuff, hopefully.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. I bought you those shirts, man. Those shirts are fucking sweet. You bringing them back?
4: Uh yeah, we got to do ourselves though.
0: Mm-hmm. Do ourselves, okay.
4: Probably get one for free, wouldn't you?
1: <laughs> oh damn it! He froze. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker uh watch he's gonna come tito in. froze or... <laughs> that's funny man
4: yeah tito froze <laughs> yeah, no, oh. we we'll stocked up this year we know what to sell and hopefully we can sell some more
2: he goes tito froze that was you that froze here everything i said
4: Heard everything i said <laughs> yeah. about
2: meaning to squeeze back into a 2xl you know about how these shirt those shirts are a little too snug
1: <laughs> oh dude i've been working out hard speaking of uh Snug. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm, I don't work mm-hmm. out to fucking go out and drink the next day. You know what?
2: Night. You know what? That's 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 for a different conversation. I think I think Jarrett's been there, right? Where you you go work out and you're like, hey, we're gonna party this weekend. I gotta I gotta work out. We've been all we've been there, right?
4: Tito, are you the guy that goes out and says, oh yeah, just pumped some iron last night, feeling good. <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, time. yes that's, that's me, bar time
0: guy. That's me.
4: I worked out
2: last night. Uh, give me a jacket, coat. Like, you like like some tater
4: tots. sore.
2: Oh yeah. Oh my pecs. Oh, just so sore, man. Ah, look at these quads, man. Look at yeah. squatting fucking trees, bro. That's me. Oh, here's squatting cactuses and shit. And they're like, no way. I'm like, dude, for real. Uh. <laughs> I'm that guy. Yes. <laughs> uh, I love it. Love it. But all right, Mr. Brooks, dude, yeah. thank you. Honestly. Yeah, dude, thank you so much for uh, taking time out of your day um, to sit down with us. You know, we appreciate, you know, all your nice words and, and we're glad that you guys, you know, participate with this too and, and allow us to, you know, fail me, ask questions, kind of open up a little bit more. Um, we really appreciate it. Like it helps us tremendously. And, and again, we can't thank you guys enough for, you know, being a part of it.
4: Awesome. man I'm here to help, and anything you guys need, let us know, and let's let's uh, be going in uh, 22. Well, we will we see you guys in uh, like five months. Oh yeah,
2: mm-hmm. we'll be mm-hmm. there. We'll be there.
4: But yeah, well, sounds good, guys. You guys have fun, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll hit you up if, if I'm on that old old war zone.
2: All right, All right. sounds good, brother.
4: All right, yeah, later. See you.
2: All right, yeah, later. Peace.
4: Yeah,
1: no, that was a good, good, good episode. That was good. We had some little hiccups, but we got it. We got her done. That's,
3: that's a norm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we fighting. should start taking bets over under,
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I, you know, two or three technical difficulties. Yeah. yeah.
1: Always fighting it.
2: <laughs> yeah. How many, how many sirens will you hear throughout the fucking podcast?
1: <laughs> I know, Oh, <right? laughs> uh, fuck. But yeah, no, good. That was that was, that was, that was actually really good. Um, besides my little mistakes, uh. You're gonna hate me for this, and uh, just because it's at the end of the podcast, people are gonna know now if they listen to the whole thing. I forgot to hit record in the beginning. What do you so mean, you're gonna going take like, audio
2: from our uh, from the live session. Yes.
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> like I, when he right when he started introducing her. So it wasn't. <laughs> hold on, I gotta take a screenshot of did- this. <laughs> didn't you this say dude we froze were live again? again? <laughs> what?
3: I said this dude froze again. Me and we were talking. I was gonna say you. You're the one that said like, "Let's go. We're live," and you didn't press live.
1: <laughs> no, I didn't press live. I didn't press record on the machine
3: for the for <laughs> the, like the podcast, the yeah. actual
1: podcast. You were yeah. live on. Yeah, I went live on the what you call it? We oh, all right. That, so, but no. we're still live right now, so we'll we'll work on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey,
2: at least we got at least we got the audio. Uh,
1: but no, good good episode, good um, yeah, good talk. Um, I'm excited. Uh, we're running a little short on time as far as I go because I still got a yep. 40 minute drive. Um, Same. I got to go get a new shirt. Oh yeah! Oh mm-hmm. yeah! What size are you in right now?
2: uh uh too big
1: <laughs> <laughs> too big too right? uh, the the big size uh but yeah again uh you want to lead us out
2: yeah, yeah man yeah. um you know for the for the first live show um for the for the two viewers that uh that joined in we thank you so much um i had a really fun time doing the live show hopefully we'll do a little uh, maybe as the season goes on, you know, we'll be able to f- kind of figure things out. Hopefully we get a sponsor, uh, uh, still available, uh, for us to be able to live stream whenever, wherever we are. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in for listening. Um, you know, had a really good conversation with Jarrett and we will, you know what, I can't even say this outgoing name because I realized that, uh. Tony Kornheiser from PTI and ESPN say, says it when he leaves, when he says <laughs> uh, we'll do better next time. So, um, shit. Peace.